Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Teacher Let Your Life Shine, episode 60. And boy, do I got a good one for you today. If you are a homeschooling mom and you're like, well, I I really love homeschooling my children. I love the freedom. I love the flexibility. I really would love to do something where I could have other children come and collaborate with my children, or maybe I could use my gifts and talents in a way I could tutor, I could teach, I could start like a little class, but I'm not ready to do this full time. Mm-mm. No, I don't want to, I don't want to do the full time micro school. I may want to do a part time micro school or maybe even just teach one day or host something at my house for a day or two. What could I do with that? Is that even possible? Is there value in that? Absolutely. I am here to help homeschool mothers. And if you are a teacher thinking, well, I'm getting ready to leave my teaching profession, or maybe you are teaching maybe virtually, or you've left the profession altogether, and you're thinking, hmm, could I do something like what McKinsey's doing with her micro school, but maybe not to that degree? Absolutely. In today's episode, I'm going to help homeschool mothers or homeschooling families or teachers, whatever you feel like your category you belong in that you don't want to give up your freedom and flexibility, but you'd like to make some money and you would also like to use your gifts and services in some special way, this is the episode for you. You do have what it takes. And if you're not ready to go full time, I say, let's get your learning pod started. Let's get into several different ways that you can monetize off the gift and the talent that you have to serve others and do it with joy and love what you do and be with your children. Hello. So often I have these groups on Facebook and in my town hearing mothers say, I love what I'm doing. I love homeschooling. I, or many parents saying, I've always wanted to be a homeschool mom, but my, my children are wanting to be with other kids and they want a little bit more social time and I could use that as well, but I don't want to do it full time. And maybe you're a mom and you're like, but I'm not a teacher, so I probably can't do anything like this. Yes, you can. And if you're not ready to release all of your freedom and flexibility, today's the episode for you. Because if you love homeschooling your kids, you want to make money. You want your children to be socialized. You still want to go get your groceries on a Tuesday at 10 o'clock or meet your hubby for lunch at one o'clock. This is the episode for you. I'm going to tell you where to begin so that you can still maintain your freedom and flexibility, but also make some funds. It's such a win-win for your child, for you, for other families, and for your bank account. So if you're not ready for a micro school full-time, you need an idea of where to begin, some examples, who it's for, and ways that you can easily get started, but also get paid. This is an episode that's not going to intimidate you. It's going to help you get started slowly and get you excited for the possibilities of what you can do. Let's get into it. Welcome teacher to the Let Your Light Shine podcast. If you're searching for the freedom and permission to design the life you love as a teacher, you're in the right place. I'm on a mission to help teachers just like you build their own dream school or homeschooling business. In this present day, the world needs you, teacher friend, to step out in faith and give students an education they love and so deserve. In this podcast, I will teach you how to start a fulfilling and profitable homeschooling business that lights you up. I'm Mackenzie Oliver, former elementary teacher and instructional coach, 
gone homeschool teacher and business builder. I'm here to empower you to step outside the classroom and choose the experiences, the curriculum, and all the moments that put a smile on your face and your students. Does it seem like a dream? Well, it did to me until God opened the doors and made it reality. Together, we are breaking through fears and moving the crowd. So get out your notebook, sharpen your pencil. It's time to get your teach on. Let's get into it. I'm so excited. I want to make an announcement. It's super important that if you want to get in on the introductory rate of all our goodies, our enrollment forms, our introductory packet, brochures, flyers, handbooks, contracts, no matter what you are establishing, whether it be a tutoring business, learning pod, if you are a homeschool mom listening to this and you're like, yeah, I want to do something, the brochure, the flyer, the introductory pack, those are really great places you can start. Even the parent partnership letter. Oh my gosh, that's a great one. Go to www.teachersletyourlightshine.com slash shop because it's going to take away so much time and pressure off of you in order to start marketing your services. I'm excited for you to get your hands on it. It's at an introductory rate. You can also go to our Facebook group, which is Start Your Micro School or Homeschooling Business so that you can connect with other mothers and with other teachers or people who are doing this part-time, people who are just putting drops in the bucket, planting seeds, starting out slowly, getting their feet wet, providing services, providing camps, providing enrichment, providing fun nights for families, and they're getting paid for it. And it's just an incredible place. Start your micro school or homeschooling business. Find us on Facebook. That's what it's called. And it has a little dash at the end that says T-L-Y-L-S, which stands for Teacher Let Your Light Shine podcast. And just come in and start collaborating. Just watch people, listen to people and their ideas. It's, it's really remarkable. All right. So I would say to parents who love homeschooling their children and they really don't want to do something full time, they really don't even want to do something two times a week or three times a week. Maybe it's even once a week. Maybe it's even once a month. Maybe it's something over the summer. Okay, because nobody says that you have to make it look a certain way. And I think that if we've never had any background in business, we're afraid because we think that we have to adopt what everybody else is doing. And I just want to make the record clear right now on this podcast that I am not trying to tell everyone that you should run a full-time micro school out of your house like I do. I'm not telling everyone to do that because that's not for everybody. At, at At this rate, I love what I'm doing, but I'm also opening up this coming year to a part-time opportunity as well. So I'm going to have students Monday through Friday and I am opening up my services to families part-time as well. And that's going to be on Tuesdays and Thursdays where Tuesday is going to be a STEAM day, science, technology, engineering, art, and math. And of course, all of my students who are here full-time, they will engage in that day. And families who are already homeschooling their their children can drop their children off on Tuesdays to come to our STEAM day and they'll be here all day with us. Or they can drop their children off on Thursday, which is our World Travelers Day. So again, all of our students who are here full-time, they can, well, they will be joining in on the World Travelers Day where we're going to learn about other countries. We're going to cook food from other countries. We're going to go on field trips, community service. It's just going to be an incredible opportunity for me 
because I love doing that. That's my gift and talent. I love cooking. I love learning about other countries. I love children learning geography. And on Tuesdays, I love all of the arts, the crafts, the science, the technology, the engineering. I enjoy that thoroughly. And what I'm going to do is hire someone to come in and teach Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Now you're going, okay, I thought you were going to tell me how to start a learning pod. Well, I'm just sharing my idea with you so that you know that if I didn't do it full-time, let's say I didn't do this Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and I only wanted to offer a STEAM day on Tuesday, you could do that. And it serves families well because families who are homeschooling, they do want a place for their children to go. They might be involved in some co-op, but they might want something in a, a little bit more in-depth, and that's where you come in. Or you could do it two days a week, maybe a science day on Tuesday and a social studies day on Thursday. Or you might want to begin offering just cooking classes one day, sewing classes one day, home ec one day. And to be honest with you, if I ever decide to scale back and just have a part-time micro school, that's exactly where I'll start. I'm telling you, that is right up my alley. Woo! And I know that there's so many families who would appreciate that and they would find that high value. So if you are a parent listening, I'm going to give you some ideas that encourage you. But also if you're a teacher or someone who's thinking like me, you need to have a an, a higher income. That's where the full time comes in. And then if you really want to scale it, you can also open up the doors on Tuesday and Thursday to families who don't want to send their children to you full time because homeschooling families, they love the freedom and flexibility. They don't want to send their children somewhere every day, all day. That defeats the purpose of them homeschooling, but they would hire you on two, on one or two days a week. And that's where, you know, just differentiating your services can get many people into your doors. So if you're looking at just starting a learning pod, don't be confused with a micro school or a, or a homeschooling business, all that lingo. Just start just start by picking one. Just say I'm a part-time micro school. You can say I'm a I'm a learning pod on Tuesday. I'm a homeschooling business, whatever. But I think that people, if you're gonna do it part-time, you're you're more than a co-op. I will say that. Because you are going to be either running this by yourself or with someone else, and you're gonna have a very organized schedule. You're also going to be get, be getting paid for your services, okay? Where it's almost a drop-off. Now a lot of homeschool co-ops, they will provide a service and parents have to stay and participate. But for your instance, if you really want to monetize off of this, you're going to let parents drop their children off or maybe just stay for a part, you know, part-time. However you may want to do it, it, it's up to you. But I definitely think that if you call yourself a learning pod, it just gives you a little bit more substantial foundation. And you can say, we're opening up to homeschool families where you can come on this day for this amount of time for this price and you will receive this value. I still believe that you will need to have a brochure. I do believe that you will need a flyer. And I do believe that when people begin inquiring about your services, that you send them over an introductory packet for sure. Now, if you are hosting this one, two days a week, definitely need a handbook. And I say, even if you're hosting it one day a week, you need a handbook. You just do. You're taking care of children and you're providing a service that you want to make sure that you have all of your liability accounted for. Now you can find my examples and receive the introductory rate at teachersletyourlightshine.com slash shop. There's really great examples there and join our Facebook group and I can give you some more information. But 
This is really great. If you're a mom or a teacher and you want to offer your expertise in a content area, maybe you are even great at executive functioning, like helping children be organized. Do you know how much homeschool families would love for someone else to come in and say, this is how we get organized. This is where we do it our papers. This is how we take notes. This is how we take care of our materials. This is how we organize our work. This is how we stay accountable. Parents struggle in that area. Some of them are just now beginning homeschooling and they're like, okay, I I really need help organizing this material, organizing my child, helping him or her schedule out their day, being accountable. That's where you can come in. Maybe you're really great at science and you love science. You could offer that. Doesn't have to even be a full day. Could be nine from 12. Maybe you're a certified teacher and you'd like to do maybe group tutoring. Maybe you'd like to offer yoga. Maybe you would like to offer cooking gymnastics, whatever you're really great at. I'm telling you, you can, you can build a business off of that teacher friend, mama friend. You have such an opportunity to connect with homeschoolers in your area or just with even people who are sending their children to virtual school and they need a break. Even just providing extracurriculars, PEs. I see coaches doing this. Coaches that have their wives homeschooling their children And they have either running a real estate business or they're doing some other really cool careers that offer them flexibility. They, men, are opening up their opportunity. They see their wives homeschooling. They see that there's a need for this type of activity. And they are taking kids on field trips, doing kickball games, taking care of kids and just enjoying their time together, teaching them sports. You can monetize off of that. Start with what you like. You know, micro schools and learning pods, literally, they are like the 21st century reimagining of the one-room schoolhouse. They're not necessarily always the same cluster of families. They're typically a pool of families that collaborate and educate their children and they share responsibilities, but you can also just be the handy-dandy instructor that the parents are looking for so that they too can maybe have a break and go get their groceries on a Thursday at one o'clock, okay? So there's so many ways that you can do this, that you can help homeschool families or virtual school families if you want to do this part-time. I would begin with offering once a week, maybe even once a month. I'm gonna give a shout out to our girl over in our Facebook group and that is Gabby. She is a mom who is interested in possibly starting a micro school, homeschooling her children. She substitute teaches at her child's school and at surrounding schools in her area. And she sees that there's a need for this. And she had her very first little camp or, or night where she hosted a family and they were able to come over. She taught about chickens and they labeled parts of a chicken and they cooked eggs and they dissected It was just really incredible to see her joy lit up. She was able to serve her family and serve them well. And these children that she knows would enjoy this opportunity. And the families are so, so blessed and they're so appreciative. And she has an opportunity for children to come and, you know, see the chickens and see the eggs. And it's just such a wonderful opportunity for her to get her creative side out. She's also really great at gardening. She's done goat yoga before. I'm like, you have such a talent. You have so many creative outlets that other people don't have and they want this experience for their children and these children are not getting this in public school. 
So even offering this at night, she offered this on a Friday night. Hello, this is what we're talking about. It doesn't have to be all homeschooled children either. These are children that are able to get some type of activity outside of what they are currently doing. And you have a gift or a talent to serve that purpose. So I want to give a shout out to Gabby. I also have a wonderful teacher friend, mama friend over in our Facebook group. I would like to give a shout out to Brenna, who is starting her micro school. She is a homeschool mom and she wanted her children to have more socialization. And they were thinking about, you know, they wanted to be around other children. They wanted to be able to just learn with other groups of of children. And she loved being a homeschool mom. She didn't want to send him back to public school. So she had a barn in her backyard. And I'm going to pull her on the show and I'm going to pull Gabby on the show. I'm going to pull a lot of you all on the show. So get in there on that Facebook group. Tell us what you're, what you're doing because in the month of April and May, I'm going to be interviewing some of our moms and teachers who are stepping out and doing this and just so that you can feel encouraged and empowered. But she had a barn in her backyard. And so lo and behold, I said, turn that barn into a school. And by golly, that's what that woman did. And she is currently doing that right now. She hired two certified teachers who come in. One comes in on a Monday, Wednesday. Another one comes in on a Tuesday, Thursday. I think Friday she's offering some fun things out at her barn because she's only doing this four days a week. And she, as a homeschool mom, is just providing the services, providing the area. And I do believe that she's going to have her hands in on teaching science, I believe, one or two days a week. Maybe it's all days a week. I'm going to have to get in with Brenna to have her come in on the show and tell us all about her ideas. It's been such a wonderful way of watching someone evolve. And I'm just so appreciative of the people who communicate and empower and uplift each other in our Facebook group because there's so much that we can gain and insight that we gain from one another. And these are both mothers, mothers who are paving the way for alternative educational options. And so be hopeful in the possibilities and don't feel like you have to teach math all day. Okay. You could do yoga. You could do a book club. You could do, you know, specialize in vocabulary. You can specialize in writing letters, community outreach projects. You could do all sorts of different activities that you feel led that you can offer that many people don't have your talent. And I think a lot of times we think, do anybody can do that? And I look at you and other people look at you and go, no, I can't do that. And no, I don't want to do that. And no, I don't want to teach that. But you can. And so I would say, start off once a week or even once a month, maybe even do some summer camps, plug into your current homeschooling group, listen to what moms are saying that they don't like to do and see if that's something that you like to do that you could start doing yourself, start teaching, maybe even do volunteer, maybe even host a little class for your homeschool co-op see how it works, maybe volunteer your time at first, do it at a church, put it on the calendar events at your church or in your homeschool co-op, and then see how it, how it works. And then slowly but surely start building in that muscle that you can do it and begin offering summer camps or even starting in the fall. And I'm not saying that you can't start now. Absolutely. But if you just want to get your toes wet, just start brainstorming right now. Ways that you can get yourself out there. I truthfully believe that if you even come up with a calendar of events, like you see at a library, or if you are a teacher and you know the calendar of events that we use to send home to parents, I even have one I posted in our Facebook group. If you want to take a calendar and post in different groups, 
that you're going to be hosting these types of services, I think parents will eat it up. I really do. You could put like, for an example, March 29th, I'm going to be hosting a mad science lab. I'd love for your children to come. It's going to be from nine to 12 and it's $25. That's just an example. You don't have to use that number, but it depends on what you're having to offer. You could also say, we're going to have National Crayon Day on March 31st, where we're going to be coloring and doing all sorts of fun activities with crayons. And we're going to be baking crowns and we're going to be making different crowns. And we're going to be having a crayon party, whatever it is. I think parents would be like, oh, wow, that's really awesome. I would love to do that. And then I can get a break with my husband. And then you've made some really great money. Do what you like. You don't have to feel as if this always has to be academically enriching because whatever you do, it's already enough. It's already academically enriching because academics are taking a turn. It's not just your typical reading, writing, math, arithmetic, science, social studies. There's so much more to learning than just those content areas. So be thinking of that. Just know that you can get paid. I think that's what's really important is that you can get paid for providing a service. I think as teachers and as moms, we're just such givers that we just keep doing it for free, doing it for free, doing it for free. And at one point, we've got to stop and say, our time is worth money. Our time is worth our, our, our time and energy are, they are worth money. And it is a value and people will pay for this. So write it out, pop your ideas into groups, start showing up, letting everyone know, post on Facebook. You don't have to give a business page. Okay, yet, unless you really turn this into something, but I definitely say a brochure, a flyer. And if you don't know the families, I would definitely encourage you to get the introductory packet so that parents know that if they're going to be dropping their children off to you for a certain amount of time, that you have credentials, that you are safe and definitely a handbook. It just really makes parents feel safe and it makes you legitimate in the services that you have to offer. You don't have to be a certified teacher to do this. Just because a parent is homeschooling, uh, parents can homeschool and they can send their children to whomever they want to throughout the day. I think that we're under this impression that if a child is homeschooled, they can't go to anybody else for instruction. That's not the case, no matter what state you are in. If I homeschooled my child and I needed to go somewhere throughout the day and I needed someone to watch my child or to engage with my child, a nanny, whatever it may be, we hire people to take care of our children. That is what you are are doing. Now, I'm not saying you're a babysitter club, but this is no different. You do not have to be a certified teacher in order to do this. You do not have to be registered as a private school in order to do this. There are ways around it. Just think, if a homeschooling parent wants to have you watch their children and do academic activities or enrichment with their child, you have the right to provide those services. I hope that this has found you in a place where you are able to dream the dream and have the possibilities and pop into our Facebook group so that you can learn more because we are excited to hear from you as well. Hey, hey, teacher friend. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. I pray it inspired you, touched you, or challenged you in some way. Because we are making big shifts and using our teaching gifts for God's glory like never before. I'm so grateful for you. The number one way you can support this show is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts and also share this with another teacher. Come join me in the Virtual Teachers Lounge, known as the Teacher Let Your Light Shine Facebook group. Until next time, keep shining your teacher light. The world needs you.